Well, hey there, this is Keith. Listen, before we start the episode today, I just wanted to take a moment and speak directly to anyone who might be listening who's still in the closet. Well, the first thing I want to tell you is that's perfectly okay. Do what is best for you when it is best. Never let anyone else pressure you in this decision. But let's say that you are thinking about coming out, or there's a part of you that really does want to come out, but you want to do so very carefully, very slowly, very strategically, and even very selectively. Well, if that's you, my friend, I've got you covered. I want you to go to the show notes and use a link there to check out my Selective Outage Method digital course. I think you're going to be surprised, and I believe it'll help you as you plan your coming out. All right, let's get on with the podcast. Hello there, and welcome to the Buy Guy podcast. I'm your host, Jay Keith Brown, and this podcast exists to bring help and encouragement to my fellow bisexuals, as well as all others within the LGBTQ plus community. Subjects that we'll cover in this podcast will include sexual identity trauma, shame, family dynamics, relationships, coming out issues, bisexuality, dating, mindset, faith development within the Christian faith, and a whole bunch more. Two disclaimers first, please. I am not a licensed therapist or a medical professional. If you need either of those services, please do consult a licensed professional. Also, the views expressed in this podcast are either those of myself or my guest, and they should be considered as such. All right, grab that favorite beverage of choice, have a seat here at my table, and let's chat on this episode of the Buy Guy Podcast. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Bye Guy Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Brown, and I'm so very glad that you could join me for this Friday Bible Talks episode. Um, the lectionary reading for this Sunday uh, has different options for us, but I chose to go with the epistle today. And as I was, I, I what I often do is I read through all the lectionary readings at the beginning of the week, and I begin to think about those and pray over those and contemplate those and see what I think is speaking into my heart that I should share with you. And so for this week, it is 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 16 through 23. Allow me to read these words uh, that are attributed to the Apostle Paul, and then I want to just share a couple of thoughts, if I may, from this text. Here's the scripture today. If I proclaim the gospel, this gives me no ground for boasting, for an obligation is laid on me. And woe to me if I do not proclaim the gospel. For if I do this on my own will, I have a reward. But not of my own will, I am entrusted with a commission. What then is my reward? Just this, that in my proclamation I may make the gospel free of charge, so as not to make full use of my rights in the gospel. For though I am free with respect to all, I have made myself a slave to all, so that I might win more of them. To the Jews, I became as a Jew, in order to win Jews. To those under the law, I became the one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, so that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law, I became as one outside of the law, though I am not free from God's law, but am under Christ's law, so that I might win those outside of the law. To the weak, I became weak, so that I may win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that I might by all means save them. 
I do it all for the sake of the gospel so that I may share it, share in its blessings. Okay. So this is, again, these are words that are attributed to the Apostle Paul. There's always going to be debate as to authorship, whether Paul wrote these words or someone else writing in the name of Paul or whatever. But the thing that we know about Paul, if we go to the Bible, is that Paul was an evangelist. And primarily, this Pharisee of Pharisee, this one who was of of the Jewish faith, this radical Pharisee, one who began his career persecuting Christians, was now a true evangelist for the gospel. And his purpose was to share that gospel with as many as he could. And I find it interesting in this text that he talks about the freedom that is in the belief in Jesus, the freedom that comes from that gospel. And yet, if I look at the church today, I think that many people are preaching anything but freedom when it comes to a life that is dedicated and in love with Jesus. So when I think about this and I see it, there's there's a lesson that seems to keep popping off the page to me. And I, you know, because I also run a business, I've heard this expression a lot, and I think it applies to this particular biblical text. That expression is the riches are in the niches. And in business, that means basically that you have to understand who your primary audience is for your product or your services. You have to meet your primary or your perfect customer, so to speak, where they are with what you have. And that's not always easy to do, let me assure you, but that is the idea. And the more you can niche or niche down to that particular buyer, then you know the more successful you probably are going to be in business. So I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about this scripture as I was reading it and meditating on it, and yes, even studied some of the the, the nuances of the text, as I always do. And I started thinking about this idea of niche or niche, especially when it comes to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of love, the gospel of grace, the gospel of promise, the gospel of hope, the gospel of eternity, that we, those of you probably listen to my voice right now, believe is afforded us through Jesus. So as we think about, and that's one of the focuses as we prepare for the Easter season, one of the focuses on how we can share this hope that we have in Christ Jesus. And I was thinking about this, and I was reading the words here very carefully, and I noticed that Paul was basically saying, something that I know to be true in a speaking engagement. And then I want to take it to application for all of us. Let me talk about it on a broader term first. One of the things that I've had the joy to do over my almost 40-year career now is I have probably delivered thousands, I mean thousands of sermons over the last 40 years. And these have often been to one audience for a while, or I've had the privilege of speaking to many audiences around the country. And one of the things that I do when I go and speak at a facility or I speak to a different group or things like that, I try to figure out who that group is. You know, what is their makeup? What is their normal, you know, the average age of that group? What is, you know, the the average education of that group? What is what is their their thinking theologically? What is their denomination? You know, because I have spoken in 
all types of denominations in my career. So what is their denomination? How does that affect their thinking? How does that affect their belief system? All these things I've taken in consideration when I have gone personally into a group and tried to communicate or speak a gospel message. Why? Because it is so true that you have to speak at whatever level and whatever thinking and whatever belief system is present in your audience. If you're ever going to reach them with whatever you're trying to communicate, you've got to connect with them. And the best way to connect with them is to try to associate with them in some way. So as I was thinking about this, and that is absolutely true, you know, remember that Paul, formerly Saul, is now an evangelist. That's primarily what he is. He's a preacher, you know, and he's going around to all these groups and he's speaking. And what he is saying here is that when I am trying to share, when I am preaching, I am trying to get in the level and get into the mindset of whoever I am speaking to so that I can connect with them. Now, I know that most of you who are listening to my voice right now or watching me on YouTube are not going to be preachers. You're not going to be evangelists. You're not going to speak to large groups on a regular basis. And I understand that, and that's okay. So how do we take this idea that Paul is teaching and bring it back and apply it to our lives? Well, I think it goes back to that same expression. The riches are in the niches. And what do I mean by that? Exactly this. You, my friend, are a particular person with particular experience, particular failures in life, perhaps, particular joys, particular obstacles that you have overcome, particular station in life, particular relationship, particular sexual identity. In other words, you, my friend, are one of a kind, technically speaking. However, however you are, whatever you are, you have the ability to connect with other people that are like you, similar to you. Not exact, because everybody is obviously particular in their own being. However, we all have people that we connect with, people that we have similarities with, people that think like we do, people who have experienced life similar to us. And one of the things that I know throughout my career is that the best people that I can connect with are the people that have experienced life in some capacity the way that I have. Because there's something about an energetic level of connectivity that brings us together. And so here's my point. I want you, please, to think about this. Who are you really? How does your faith play out in your life? How do you live this life of Christianity? What does it mean to you? How have you overcome obstacles and been stronger through your faith? 
And then once you get all that in your mind, then ask yourself, who could I most connect with? To pour into them love, sharing Christ, providing them with some hope, some promise, not in a confronting, not in a bashing, but in an invitation. Because I honestly believe that the people that we can most impact are the people that we are most like. That's the whole point here. And there are people that you, my friend, can connect with that I can't. There are people that you can touch in ways that I can't because they are like you. And I think in that way, when it comes to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, yeah, the riches are in the niches. Something to think about. Heal your hurts, move your mountains, and may God bless you. Bye-bye, my friend. Well, there you go, my friend. Another episode of the Bye Guy podcast. I don't know about you, but that went way too fast for me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please do make sure that you are subscribed or following. And if you can, on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast, please do give it an honest five-star rating. I really do appreciate that. That helps us grow this podcast, and I need folks like you to help me do that. Also, if you can really think about becoming a Patreon member of this podcast for only $5 a month, that money will go to help put this podcast out to the world. I really would appreciate it. And of course, you can cancel at any time. There's a link in the show notes. Until next time, don't forget, heal your hurts, move your mountains, and may God bless you.